Listen to the podcast. All of the things. Um, thank you to all family, friends, supporters. Thank you to everybody. You know, continue to shout us out. Um, holler at us when you see us in the street. We we like literally. We love it. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, literally. Like every people, now and then we get the where the webs. Right. We like what's up, yo? It, it's the webs. It Appreci- is the webs. Listen, man. In these streets, we really appreciate it. Shout out to um, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you want to know where you can see our beautiful faces live, you can see us, Where the Webs, on the Facebook. That's Where Are the Webs on Facebook. Put it all together, Where the Webs on Instagram. Also, the Taco and Chicken show. Taco and Wings show. Yes, Shells our, and um, Drums. Got to start speaking it into existence. Our food show Shells and Drums is now available on YouTube. It is. I mean, it's, that's true. <laughs> that's true. The, but, the whole, yes. Yeah. But you'll see little snippets and photos popping up on our Instagram. So that's Shells and Drums. Shells and Drums on Instagram. Individually, I am at Psyching Out Loud. P-S-Y-C-H-I-N-G Out Loud. I am also at Mindful Living Counseling LLC on the Instagram and the Facebook and finally, you can find me at Phenomenal Yoga, P-H-E-N-O-M-E-N-A-L, Yoga, on the Instagram, Snapchat, Love Therapy, L-U-V-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y, and you are? Marcus Webb, again, on everything. Everything. Marcus Webb on Facebook, Marcus Webb 1984 on Instagram, Marcus Webb 84 on Snapchat. Also, hey. don't forget to follow Shells and Drums. And follow us on the YouTube, Where Are the Webs? Yep. Check out the YouTube channel. More videos coming soon. We got the uh, the GoPro footage. You know, we on if one day we're bringing it back. We got to get the drone out one day. I don't know when, <laughs> but we will actually get the drone out and um, like do something live. Yes. Hey, it's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I have to. Uh, I got to apologize. So. Leftovers from last week. Check yourself moments. I, got, I had to check myself. I was a little too far gone last week. It was it was a lot, even for me. Even like I don't even normally I don't check myself, but last week I, I listened back to it. It was a lot. It was it, I was a little too far gone. Don't do. <laughs> but that note you know yourself, what? Don't you know record what? a podcast on days on your days off <laughs> when it's a holiday record it early then record yeah, it a little early don't wait today early don't wait till the latter part of the day you don't have all day but here's the thing you know what you said i sh- i shouldn't or i don't check myself or something like that 
But yeah. that is good. That uh, is that's a positive thing. We do have to check ourselves. Hey, right. and uh, also um, other apologies. The audio quality sometimes. I mean, we still yeah. we still working out the kinks. Uh, um, lately, our, the audio's been giving us some issues. So we apologize for the uh, occasional chopped and screwed moments. When you know, slow down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, where things skip or go or a little that sort of thing. Um, yeah. So we're still working on that. Y'all bear with us. We are trying to get some new equipment. New equipment being a whole new laptop or a tablet. Both. All in one. All together. So get, we're working on that. Getting new equipments. It'll happen. So we appreciate it. We appreciate everyone who listened last week. Mr. Webb for checking himself. Yes. Also, we had a little feedback what? from last week. Hey, mom. Yes, no, maybe. Um, yeah, we got uh email. Shout out to uh, Miss on the mic for the email. Um, it's just you know, some some great commentary. We appreciate you continuing to uh, you know. Last week, we last week was a really, I'll say for me, it was a really difficult one. It was challenging to talk about, and I even noticed. And I, I said it in real time, like my reluctancy, my hesitancy to use certain words um, because I don't use them in regular life. But it was just to illustrate the point. But it was still that idea of, you know, how people equate a group with a particular word. Like you'll get lumped in. Yeah. You know, we, we normally don't use those words, but they were appropriate for the topic. So we use those words. All right. And follow up, uh, Malik Yoba is on a press tour or something. He's doing interviews. Oh, yeah? Now that this is news. It's news. It's news. It is news. I mean, I, I think, and I don't think a lot of people, like, we may have talked about it before. It's starting to spread. Like, it's becoming bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I still stand by it. I don't think it makes him, well, we can't say it. It makes him less than a man and say at the same time, you know, you accepting these people who are, you know, the people who transition, right? If you trans, if they transition and you saying that's a woman and he likes that, that you can't then say that, oh, you gay. You you can't say that. I I just saw some reactions and some people were, were struggling with that. But again, the, the, you can't do both. The base argument is. I mean, aside from that, yes. But your sexuality, your sexual preference still does not make you right. less, like, in the in his case, him being trans attracted, that doesn't make him less of a man. You know, your manhood is not tied up into who you sleep with or who you're attracted to. Neither is womanhood, for that matter. True. You know. I'm using all the quote fingers if y'all can't see because not everybody can see this. They're listening. But but seriously, it's it's tying in the idea of if you sleep with a man, then you are less than a man or if you, you know, whatever. And it's like, that's not the case. We have to get rid of that as a, as a concept, as a marker. Correct. But in that same vein, sleeping with a bunch of women does also, like that also doesn't make you more of a man. But that's still in that definition of masculinity, toxic masculinity True. kind of thing. So, anyway. 
Um, what else from last week? Oh, oh did. Did we miss something on the Dave Chappelle special? Oh, yeah. So, for those of you who saw the Dave Chappelle, we'll have to go back and watch it again. But I think there was a post-credit scene where he does, like, a Q&A with the audience. And I've heard that's pretty good. Like, you get feedback in real time or you start this dialogue and conversation. So, there's a thing. I missed all that. I don't know. So, we'll, we'll have to go back and check that out. We did get that feedback. And we're going to look at that and maybe maybe have some more thoughts. You never All know. right. All right, hold on. Let me get the music ready. Wait, wait, wait. Transition wait. sounds. Getting into our topics. All right, so it is called. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Bring it up. Oh, I thought it was going to be a sound effect. Okay. So we are called Where the Webs. So we have to talk about where have the webs been? Where the webs been? Where this, have we been? This week, this weekend was another tradition for us. Mm-hmm. Another trip to One Music Fest. Woo! One Music Fest, if you have not heard about it, was celebrating their 10 year anniversary. Uh, the webs have been there the last four years. Four years? We At least. Four or five? Four, no. Uh, no. Four. No. Three or four. Yes. It's three or four. So this is either year three or four for us. We, um, I don't know. To this, me, it's, it's one of the best music festivals going right now. Um, well, Music Fest is super Atlanta. It's it's so Atlanta. Yes. I, I, mean, I was going to say. very Southern. I was going to say this comment, but it is basically like if there was um, uh, an Atlanta homecoming, it would be one music fest. <laughs> like, not a university. Uh, not any particular university. Just for the but city. But if for the city of Atlanta. If the city of Atlanta had homecoming, it would be one music fest. I think that's high uh, praise. Yeah. One music fest is Freaknik. If Freaknik grew up, got a job, and had responsibilities. <laughs> That's I'm trying to I'm trying to put y'all in the in the in the right in frame the right of mind. Frame of mind. Like <laughs> it's Freaknik like grown up. Not wild in the streets. It's organized now. We are contained in this one area and you are free in this area and but you act like you got some sense though. You yeah. you're not you're not out here completely wild and nobody everybody still Be cool. Being cool. No violence, no nothing. Don't start, no won't be none. We all in here having a good time, Mm -hmm. listening to a lot of the music we grew up on, and some new stuff. It's so Atlanta, and it's so black. It's very black. Very. But you know, not black in an exclusionary way. That's the other thing. It's black in a we we love us way. It's a celebration. There's a there's a phrase, and you'll see it on. There's some T-shirts. It says Atlanta influences everything. And this is like a celebration of that. The, all the contributions that Atlanta has made to the culture. Like, Atlanta culture now is hip-hop, classic hip-hop culture. Because, look, there are songs that originally, when it was originally released, probably didn't make it outside of 285. Yeah. But now, they are national anthems. I'm looking at you, Swag Surfing. <laughs> Swag surfing. How, how so much swag, swag surfing. Swag surfing. Nuck if you buck. How they are national anthems now. Man, listen. I don't even think swag surfing oh, is that yeah, popular. 
I don't even think swag surfing was that popular when it came out. Not at all. It, it feels like definitely... far more popular now. Every festival I have been to probably in the last two to three years, every festival or probably concert that I have been to in the last three years, you had to play swag surf. It is the electric slide of our generation. Prove me wrong. <laughs> I was going to say the wobble, maybe. But I it's, think uh, swag surf, for the for those maybe like 35 and under, 30, because I'm, I'm 35, We'd have moved up in the age bracket. Um, I would say swag surfing is probably bigger than the waffle. So let's waffle. get into it. One music fest. Let's so talk it about the lineup. All day Saturday. And I mean, when I say all day, gates open at 12 and it goes until about 10 o'clock at night. So all day Saturday, all day Sunday. So let's talk about the lineup. So on Saturday, we started with um, one of the first acts was... Um, I'm reading the back of the shirt, reading, admittedly. I'm going to pull up the schedule. I'm cheating. I'm cheating a little bit. I'm about to pull up the schedule. I know the first act that I really wanted to see was Phony People. Phony People is kind of a, um R&B band. It, I have to... I try to give people descriptions. Yeah, go ahead. To kind of put them in the frame of mind. Go ahead. So if I had to give a... You want my Phony People description? Sure. It's hipster, slightly weirdo, Mint Condition. Okay. Mint Condition, because it was a band, okay. but new in like the new hip version of Mint Condition. But so so keep in mind, this is who we wanted to see, did not we, get to see. We, we didn't make it. Okay, so as always, here's another thing you don't know about the webs. Time means nothing sh- to us. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, bro, we try. Are, we try so hard. Now... <laughs> because we are responsible adults, we on time Monday through Friday. Do not ask us to be on time for anything that happens Saturday or Sunday. It does not always. Mr. Happen. Webb is on time Monday through Friday. I'm not on time. Oh, yeah, I will say that I'm on time Monday through Friday. Then when it comes to my weekend, I'm just kind of I'm a little bit more free. So, we wanted to see phony people. We wanted to see Tobey and, and we, saw, we saw some Tobey. Oh, yeah, we did. We did. We Tobe. did. Um, I found out about Tobey from Instagram because he posted a video singing a song because Erica Badu, like, reposted him and Dave Chappelle, and they said they liked <laughs> his stuff. So, I was like, okay, this dude, that's what caught my eye in the first place. Now, his music is... How would you describe it? You want my description yeah. of Tobey? Because words are Tobe, failing me at the moment. If I had to describe Tobey, and I, I know I'm messing up the last name, Tobey and Wigway, it would be the best version um, of gospel rap. Like if Gospel rap? If he doesn't use profanity. It's like if Lecrae met Outcast uh-huh. meets mm-hmm. Wu. I don't know. He's okay. lyrical. Check him out. He <laughs> he's from Texas, but he's very. It's positive. It, I, I, that's one thing I like about it. It's very positive. Uh, but great lyricists. Like if you a fan, Texas under three thousand makes yeah. you big. See, there you go. Jay Daniel, feel me. But um, if you were a fan of just lyrics. Like somebody who can spit, as we say, Tobey 
definitely has yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So we we caught that set. I also like that he they're very creative. Like him and his uh, wife, Fat. Yes. I, I can't even remember her last name, but I know her Instagram is Tobey calls me Fat. Or yeah. But you know they even come up with the choreography. They do. So so very creative. We started with Tobey. And we went right on into this Florida set. Hey. No, you skipped one. Where we go? We Greg Street mixtape. We didn't even get to see that. We did. I saw what? it. Alright, so let me okay. recap Greg Street mixtape. We so saw it from a distance. This was the beginning of I'm telling you, this you'll see why I started to call this Atlanta Homecoming. Let me just run down a few of the list. Uh Roscoe Dash, yes. K Camp, mm-hmm. Travis Porter, mm-hmm. um, Rich Homie Quan. Yep. Atlanta Homecoming. Yeah, it was. So put all that together. It's a whole lot of jumping and shaking in early two thousand Atlanta, yeah. right? Like probably our prime well, college well, days, like mid. Not everybody. It's, nah, Rich they probably like was later. mid to late. Well, they were Travis Porter, Rich Homie Quan. Yeah, that's K-Camp. more like that's more like we graduated, but we still. Yeah, you still catch me at a club night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, that the first show we got to see in its entirety was the Miami, what they call the Florida All Stars. I call it the Miami Superset. So, shout out to Trick Daddy who took the stage. We thought he was gonna pass out because it was very hot. Oh, we were in Centennial Park in the heart of it. I mean, downtown Atlanta. And the heat, the heat was the star of the show. Like all weekend, <laughs> like, nobody got more shout out than the heat. Everybody else was like, "Oh, y'all hot out there?" Yes, yeah, we hot. Stop asking. It's so hot. Make some noise. We can only make so much noise. We tired. We've been out here all day. We okay. see y'all fanning. Yes. Yeah, yes, because ain't no yes. shade. It's hot. We're roasting. We making it, but it's it's very hot. So the the Miami Superset had Trick Daddy, Trina. And T Pain, T Pain, for sure. And briefly, briefer than I would have liked. Yo, that was, okay, that got weird. So let's talk about it. So you got Trick Daddy, and I, I gotta give it to Trick Daddy, even at his age, even with his with health, lupus, lupus, and whatever else Trick Daddy might be have, may have done to self inflicted wounds to his body. He's still out there, and I, I gotta give it to Trick Daddy. Trick Daddy put on a pretty good show. Gave you all the hits. He's still moving, still doing his thing. Yeah. Um, Trina was. I, She's in my roses this week. Shout out to Trina, man. Yeah. To even the fact that she was out there, we um we heard before, so the I, show even started, right? Somebody told us that her mother had passed away. So for her to even be out there in the first place, you know, big shout out to Trina. She tried to make it through. There were a couple moments in there where she she almost broke down. And maybe she did break down. Shout out to her. But yeah, definitely shout out to Trina. Uh, she was followed by T Pain. Hey, say what you want about T Pain. T Pain, first he of all, he comes through. Very entertaining, very talented, um, and he, he got hits. Like hit hits. after hit after hit. Real hits. Yes. Either his or guest or appearances. Yeah. T Pain got real hits, and then there was this gap. Where we thought it was over, but then all of a sudden Luke came out of nowhere, and but it was it was a tiny bit of Luke. 
you know, little, and you really little bit of loot. Yeah, a little bit of loot. A little loot. And he was like, "Well, I can't do. I ain't gonna do this. I can't do this because it's family. It's a family show. Is it a family show?" Yeah. I mean, we saw some, kids out there, but there that's not the point. The point is, he still um, pulled some young ladies on the stage. Oh yeah, I was in was, line for a drink, so I missed. I, yeah, I think see. he still pulled some young ladies on the stage. Yeah, and it Luke went, of old had his own dancers. They were there too. Oh, all right. I mean, do what you feel. You so, know? Um, Florida set. Florida set was good. It was Florida set was solid. Still, it's like homecoming. Like you just be happy to see people. Like man, it's good to see Trick Daddy still out here, still alive. So, you know, still alive. <laughs> For real. <laughs> It's let's, still, it's, let's I mean, just Trick say, Daddy's still out here. He probably still smoking uh, laced weed, you know. He did say that. He is he is a fan. Like, Ugh. he still admits to smoking weed laced with cocaine. Yeah, let's. I don't even know where you. I don't know. You're still alive. So, best, best show of Saturday and underwhelming show of Saturday. Um, okay, so we didn't even go through the whole lineup. We don't no. have enough time to go through all the lineup. But um if I had to say best performance, three six mafia. Bruh. Facts. <laughs> I'm not foot tricking girl. <laughs> I'm surprised. Look, look, look. Three six mafia. Three six mafia Straight put up. on the best show of day one of one music fest. Right. Nobody else even came close. Three Six Mafia. You had uh, all the remaining members of Three Six Mafia: Juicy J, DJ Paul, uh, Gangsta Boo, yep. Crunchy Black. Um, I think that they that brought out the Pod, uh, Project, Project Pat. Pat. You know he's not even like a, the official member. Like yeah, Project Pat. Like you forget Project Pat got hits too, Bruh, It was that's the Three Six Mafia was legit. Man, and I ain't gonna lie to. So I told y'all one music fest. Home, it's it's like Atlanta homecoming. It's peaceful. Only time I really got worried in two days, they played tear the club, club up, up, and I think somebody might have started shaking some stuff. Or yeah, it gets real. It that, elbows start being thrown. So yeah, you know that that's the only time I was like maybe something Something's might gonna... break out. But no, no, Still didn't break everybody out. kept it. Everybody cool. kept it cool, peaceful. But that tear the club up came on. Mosh responsibly. And people lost their mind, bro. Yeah. Straight lost their mind. Awesome tear the club up. But and the thing I liked about the three six mafia set, it there were almost no gaps. Like right. They song went straight after through. song after song. Who do we? Matter of fact, because I'm trying to remember, it's so much in two days. I mean, so much. So who did we see? After them, uh, Gucci, yeah. So Gucci closed out day one of. He was on what they call the big stage, the main stage. I, Gucci, you cool, but it should have been swapped. True. We could have did Gucci over here on the smaller stage. Three Six Mafia could have had the big stage because this is just just being honest. Gucci Man live, not that great. Not that great. He, you know what he's going to do. He didn't have any special guests. He brought his wife out. She walked across stage. She don't do nothing. I mean, she, I mean she, not musically. She don't really do anything. But She's there as more support, babe. 
Uh, that's nice. But, <laughs> but the, the Gucci man set was uh, all right. Right, right. And I saw him at um, Bonnaroo at one o'clock in the morning or two something. Yeah. And it, pretty and it was just same. like okay, the same thing. It was it was cool for what it was. But, but again, Three Six Mafia took took the show first day. Club up. First day. Tear the club up. So we went back to the hotel. Took oh. it down, went to sleep. Shout out to the American. It's a nice hotel Beast downtown hotel. Atlanta. Um, it's an offshoot of a Hilton, Hilton brand. Yeah, yeah. Not like we get paid to Not promote, all, but, but you know, maybe. I mean, we could start giving reviews Speaking on it hotels because there's some of y'all. Yeah. Who, <laughs> I, if you want to know where some hotels not to stay in, we could give you some recommendations. I can give you some of those too. So. All right. So Sunday comes around. And we wanted to catch Music Soul Child. We did not catch the Music Soul Child. Again, time is not a factor for us. <laughs> it's hard. It was a long, hot day, and it's hard to get up the next day and get going. I'll admit that. Is it, you hot, you tired, you dirty. You get mm. up in your hotel, you take a shower, and you're like, I don't, do I really want to get back out in the sun and do this for another six, seven hours? That's what you got to prepare for. Got to wrap your head around it. You got to hydrate. Right. That, that heat. So we did not catch the music soul child. If anybody wants to send us their review, let us know. If you were there, let yeah, let us know. So uh, Sunday, Sunday we we also skipped Buster Rounds. We skipped Buster Rounds intentionally because we've seen him at one music fest before. Yeah, and we don't have we're underwhelmed. I'm just gonna say it, underwhelmed. I'm beyond. I don't really like old Buster Rounds. He still tries to do a lot of the same stuff. But it's, it's not that woo ha got you all in check energy. He, he's sweating profusely. He's out of breath. Listen, old Buster Rhymes. You know, he just—it's cool. I've it's seen just it before. Okay. Yeah. Um. So we went to Ari Lennox. We did start with Ari Lennox. Uh, or was, Summer um, Walker. No, I think we we got it mixed up. So Summer Walker was Saturday. Okay. Tobey was Sunday. Oh. So I'm sorry, we we. That's all right. They were around the same time, but we did swap our days. Somehow. Okay, and both, it happens. We both did, but uh, let, well, let's talk about Summer Walker. I gotta admit, like I don't, I'm not as familiar with Summer Walker, and I don't know her music that well. But I gotta say, I like. It's a pleasant, real chill, chill set. Pretty chill. Know? I like some. I think I, I like Summer Walker now. Some some R and B to to chill out to, when it's hot outside. So I think our first performance on uh, Sunday was actually Tobey, then Ari Lennox. Yes. Ari Lennox, um, also another female R&B singer. If you're into, I mean, I'm, you she, almost want to say R&B new. There's no real classic R&B, but she's pretty close. She's, I like to say, one of the unique voices she has so a very kind unique of, voice you think of people who have that kind of like rasp or something like that but it's real melodic she doesn't have a hard rasp no she's not macy gray or anything. no no but, no you know what I'm saying? but it's it's, it's unique and all of her stuff flows it's a chill vibe you very know what I mean? chill so ari lennox ari, ari lennox is also uh and i don't know if she does it on purpose but she is Hilarious, just <laughs> she like, she's guaranteed to say something in her performances. If you follow her on social media, she says a lot of random stuff. She's she's no very fun. in her performance. She's very honest. She's forthcoming and honest. So 
I appreciate it. So check out some Ari Linux. We reviewed Shea Butter Baby on here before. Yeah. All right. Then we saw uh, the the legend. Yes. The legend Raphael Sadiq. Yes. Yeah. Big facts. Fact. So, um, the. If you don't know who Raphael Sadiq is, hold on. I mean, Tony, 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 Macy Gray, not Macy Gray, um, <laughs> Lucy Pearl. I just, Lucy I just, Pearl. I think about Macy Gray. <laughs> I knew Lucy who was Pearl. Like, he was in, he was in both his, groups. His own individual stuff because he's, he's, he's put out several albums. He's produced for a lot of people. Yeah. He's written a number of songs for other folks. Um, I mean, he's just, he's so, awesome. Like, I he, mean, there's no other way to describe like. Raphael Sadiq is a legend. So you had, and then this crowd, you got the mix. You got the younger people who know a lot of his solo stuff and his stuff he's done with Solange. Yeah. And then you had, uh, like, some older people who just were there for the classics. They were waiting for the Tony, yeah. Tony, Tony Pull out that, classics. it feels good. <laughs> we, we probably somewhere in the middle. But, man, he ran down all the hits. He did a lot of his new stuff. Um... And he also reminded you of some of the stuff, like maybe you didn't know he did, but like he's like, yeah, that's mine too. Like, I didn't know he he wrote. How does it feel, D'Angelo? Like, I did not know. Yeah, he he was like that was me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cranes so, in the sky. Can't you can't go wrong with uh, a Raphael Sadiq set. The man put on a great show. I don't know if you could actually see it, but it was like almost every song he had a new, new guitar. guitar. Like he, he had a different guitar, a different yeah. guitar on every song. He had a guitar person. He would just spin around or something. Yeah, and, and then the, the guitar, guitar person. Like, so it it really did make me. And he said this at the end of his set. Guess y'all gonna have to come see me. You know, see me again because everybody had time constraints. I will say this: they pretty pretty much stayed on target for the time slots they gave folks. Like they kept the shows moving every now and then you get somebody who's running like 15 minutes late, but that's nothing. I yeah, mean, yeah. that I is mean, nothing. If you ever been to a music festival, you know, sometimes these lineups start shifting and people get are, are late and they start overlapping. I have, I do have to say this, like one music fest this year. Now in the past, they've had some issues, but this year, Everything seemed to be right. Was on time for the most part. Right. There were a couple acts, and I think it may have the only one that was really late may have been Three Six Mafia, but they were actually worth waiting for. It. I think they may have been mm-hmm. maybe like fifteen minutes late. Yeah. We stayed on track, but back to what we were saying. But Raphael Sadiq, I would definitely go see him solo, like live, his own personal show. I need to put in the effort, Mister Webb. We got to make it happen because. This is what he did in, I don't know what's the time slot. Maybe an hour, maybe. Well, I don't even know if it was a full. I don't yeah. even know if he got a full hour. It's, but to so get it's not just enough. A couple, like a snippet of all the classic classics. He couldn't even go through full songs. He just had to like hit it. And honestly, he probably could have just gotten up there and did a jam session, and I would have been here for it. The band was was, was rocking. He was playing. Um, great performance by Raphael Sadiq. So we left from there. After Raphael Sadiq, uh, we went to, we, we caught a little bit of Tiana Taylor. Just a tiny bit. It was hot and we were hungry and thirsty. Yeah, Tiana, I mean, we we going through this lineup. We got legends. We got hits. Right. Some people going to get sacrificed. Unfortunately, Tiana Taylor got a little sacrifice. And 
I gotta say, like, it wasn't, it wasn't going that well. Oh. I know you walked, you you had walked away, and I was, I was still, I think I was still over there. And when she pulled the girl on the stage. Oh, yeah, I guess. Um, so she made an announcement. She was like, "I'm looking for a girl to come on stage. You know, you got to be of age, and you got to be, you know, you got to be with it." And I guess she pulled, she pulled somebody out the audience, and then you know, old girl, I guess she said it. But then she got on stage and changed her mind, and it got awkward. Oh. It got real awkward. She was trying to, you know, uh, get a lap dance or something, oh. or get a girl a lap dance, and the girl just looked like she regretted her whole life. <laughs> it, it wasn't good. So Tiana Taylor got cut Aww. short for food. Um, so yeah, we had we had to go get some food. But after that, was it is it? <sighs> Was it? Is it who I think? Dark Man X. Hey, DMX in these streets. DMX in these streets. Listen, I gotta admit, before the DMX performance, we all making jokes, right? Like, man, we just hope he show up. We just hope he, you know, able to remember the words. We just hope, like, man, please just let him show up. Let me tell you, he showed up. He was on time. He knew all his words. He's cracking jokes and shooting the breeze with the audience. He getting out, walking amongst the people. He's giving you classic a hundred and ten percent DMX. We were like, we were pretty excited. This look, thirteen year old me was very excited, very very hyped little, for this. Little Anna who had the first the first two albums in the the poster on the wall. I had. She was definitely hyped. I had. All the DMXs. Look, I was very hyped. I didn't know I had that much New York rapper in me. Bruh. I'm in there DMX. roughing up the air, fighting the air, listening to the DMX. I mean, classics, man. Bringing it back. The bark and everything. Everything. And I'm talking about word, new, every single word. Like, no, no slip ups, no gaps, just hit after hit. Yeah. DMX put on, he may have been, like, he top five performances. I, I ain't going to say he was the best one on Sunday, but he was definitely, maybe, he might have been the second best He made best the most out of, out of his, his allotted time. Man. He, so I we mean, appreciate DMX it. were climbing on top of the speakers and classic DMX. Yeah, man. It was, it was. Definitely. It was cool. So, went from there. Uh, DMX. Time. Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang. So, I'm, how do you feel? How did you feel about the Wu-Tang set? So, here's the thing. I think this is where the timing went wrong for One Music Fest. Because if you are going to bring out Wu-Tang and this is their, like, 20th reunion, 25th year, reunion like and years. stuff like that, you need to give them the time and the space. Because you're talking about a collective it's them together but then them separately you dig what i'm saying so i felt like they didn't give enough time you putting rick ross on the next stage on the adjacent stage that was the overlap that was the oh i guess the worst overlap of the day you had rick ross playing on one stage wu-tang playing on the other stage and we're not that far apart Right? Yeah. And kind of where we were standing, I can hear both at the same time. I got Wu Tang over here in this year, and I got Rick Ross over here in this year. So 
Wu Tang. Here's my thoughts on the Wu Tang Clan. Y'all remember I said one music fest feels like Atlanta homecoming. Yes. It's very Atlanta. It's very Southern. Mm-hmm. So of course Atlanta has. You got a lot of transplants. You got a lot of people from New York. Yeah. But I felt bad because I felt like the audience wasn't giving Wu Tang the necessary energy, and it was kind of like I mean, it's, I would say people that was- had already started like camping out, uh, taking up space for the performances later on that night. I, yeah, I would say. They could have given them a better time slot because look at it. Look at it this way, right? I said doors open at 12. Your first performances are going on around, I'm about to say 1300, 1 (laughs) o'clock. Your first performances are at 1 o'clock or so. And you're putting on Wu-Tang at like not even 7 o'clock, 6 something. But the time of day, it's peak heat. It's hot. We've been out here. People are weary. Yeah, people fanning. They tired. I mean, so it's it's not a good time of day, and again, not enough time to give them the attention they they needed and deserve. Because I saw the way they were doing things. They brought them. You you have one or two come out, and it was then like RZA, Jizza, then like Rose, Ghostface Killer, Young Raekwon, Young Dirty Bastard. <laughs> yeah. <thank you. laughs> They, did they brought out ODB's son. He's stand, like he's filling that spot. He's filling in for his father. He's so taking on the they're rolling them out one at a time, and then collectively, I saw what it was building up to, and I was there for it. But then it was like it took so long to get to like all of them, and you want to they want to do the deep cuts, and then they want to do the fan fave or the the ones that people know the most, and. I mean, there were people who came out just in Wu-Tang stuff. There were some people who were here for Wu-Tang. They bought a one-day ticket just to see them. But then you also got people who only one they really know is Method Man. Like, Method Man going to get more uh, (laughs) applause and cheers than any of them. I mean, they got to know that. Like, he's the most well-known member of the Wu-Tang Clan. So you got people, a lot of people here, I'm just here to see Method Man. But... You master killer. <laughs> right? I, I don't. I may not know you. Um, I'm a. I like Wu Tang Clan. I like Inspector Deck. But these people, these kids, don't know who Inspector Deck is. I'm rapping along, you know. Yeah. But they don't yeah. know, and I just think they should have given them another time slot because Mr. Webb is a big Ross fan. Rick Ross, Ricky Rose. Like and so when he's coming on to stay, I'm like, hey, we want to get over I, here and see these Rick see, Ross hits. I listen to Ross. Listen to this Maybach music and see what's happening. I was definitely a little hype for Rick No, I was going to say, going into the Rick Ross performance, man, that was probably one I was looking forward to all day. I've got to see Rick Ross, right? Yeah. New album out, Port of Miami 2. Mm-hmm. He's going to do some of the hits. He's going to do some of the classics. It, the live performance just didn't live up. I don't know what happened. There's still, it ended abruptly. Like It started randomly. It, it start, well, I don't even know if he was on. I wasn't watching the clock. I don't know if he started on time or if he was late. No, not like that. Like No, I was just saying, like, if that was maybe the reason why it started the way it did. Oh, because it started with. The DJ and a hype man, a super hype hype man, like the hypest of hype men. 
coming Smell. out, <laughs> coming out, and then the track is playing with Rick Ross's voice on it, and then next thing you know, he on stage and he's rapping live, and you're like, wait, when, when did he get here? Like, what happened? And then from what you said, he left, yeah, like, so just he, as suddenly. He was, I think, he was about to perform uh, "Money in the Grave," which is a song he got with Drake. Like, just when he's about to perform it, next thing you know, you see him, like, walk off to the side of the stage. Um, yeah. Definitely ride in the car. But he just walk, He just walks off. There's no, like, hey, Atlanta, thank y'all, appreciate it, see you later. He just disappeared. He just, just poof. Walked, he but mind you, just walked off. for at least a quarter of his set, Wu-Tang is still performing. Yeah, at the same time. And I think Wu-Tang may have been, like, turn ours up. And I... I felt like at some point, like maybe they're trying to drown out Rick Ross. Because at some point, okay, a good portion of people went up to see Rick Ross and then maybe a few minutes later went right back down to Wu-Tang. Was, was that just me? There I was, saw a good a, group of people of, going um, back down the hill Yeah, to the big stage. I think, but that has to do with the time limit because people have different strategies for these festivals. When you have all these people in a the lineup, there's going to be – some overlap at some point. So some people are just trying to get the best view. Like I'm going to catch the first 15 minutes of this and then I'm going to jump. Right. And then, so you get people going back and forth like that. So it's going to happen. You but have to strategize. You you do have to, you got to come up with a plan. Um, uh, we did not see the Tory lanes. I mean, I oh, heard we totally from, left out a uh, Ray Strummer. Oh, uh, that was uh day one. We, we left that out. Um, I feel like that says a lot. So, Ray Schremer has a couple hits. They do. Probably about three or four that you really, really want to know. You know what? And the young people really get excited and do drugs to us. Okay. (laughs) I was going to say, I think they're another one that would have been better served to go on later in the evening. And then they got the big stage. They did get the big stage. Ray Schremer was on the big stage. And they're tiny people. I think they were going for the mosh pit effect. You know, try to get the big... Hell, 3-6 had a mosh pit, and they were in a small stage. That 3-6 mosh pit was... That was a real mosh pit, not the... uh, So, we we skipped Tory Lanez. That was another one that got uh, sacrificed. Uh, On Sunday, after Rick Ross, it was the final, the finale. Um, KP, the great in Friends... I don't know how many people really know who KP is. He's, right. He's he's been around for a really, really long time. He's been uh, a DJ. He's been a producer. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of like outcast. He had a hand in that. He also, you know, uh, had some early T. He was there early TI and some other people. You know, so he has friends in the music industry. So this final uh, performance. We knew going in there was going to be Usher and there was going to be Pharrell. Everybody else was a surprise. Yes. And that's where, I guess, so my expectations, I'll I'll take ownership of this. It said KP the Great and his super friends. I was like, okay, cool. Then it said Pharrell Williams, Usher. It says featuring Pharrell Williams, Usher, and special guests. So I'm like, dope. This is going to be, and this is where my expectations kick in. Mm-mm. See, <laughs> we went to something in the water yep. festival back in April, right? Pharrell, Pharrell's friends. Pharrell has a lot of friends. Pharrell, Pharrell has, has big name friends. friends. Pharrell has 
Jay Z and Snoop Dogg and, and Diddy and Charlie Wilson and all these he he has Missy Elliott and Timbaland. Those are his friends. So I was like, oh, who Pharrell's gonna bring out? And I was like, okay, you know, chat like One music bring it down a little bit because he's, something in the world. This is not his festival. This is. He's performing as you part of. You got spoiled at something in the water. I did. I was like, like in one night we saw Jay Z, Diddy, Snoop, <laughs> and and it was done, son. Like I, like Missy that, Elliott that, came Miss, out. Missy Timberland. Twelve year old me, my spirit left the building. I was like, this is everything like, I need. Within an hour, really, I saw Jay Z. Then Jay Z wasn't even like the finale. Jay Z was no, like, he just came in. He was like, "Hey, I'm gonna do this verse, and then I'm gonna be Jay-Z, out." Jay Z, the first hip hop billionaire, is <laughs> you wouldn't even the probably wouldn't even the top person. So like, back anyway, to this, back though, back to one music fest. Yes, as a closing set, one music. I mean, uh, something in the water definitely did it right. So we going into this set with KP and friends. Yes, again. Some announced, some unannounced. I told you, One Music Fest is Atlanta homecoming. So, we got some uh, earlier. We got, so we got to bring out the other ones. If you haven't had enough swag surfing yet, let's do swag surfing live. Live. I can't even remember the name of the group that does swag surfing. Right. And they did the whole song. I was like, bro. The whole song. Y'all could have stopped after, like, just the initial. And we would have been fine. But they had to do the whole song. They did the whole Damn, swag surf. Now here's again. Here's my slight beef with this. Before KP brought out his super friends, he was doing a DJ set, just spinning hits. Which I was like, I don't need a DJ set. I'm good. You don't have to show and flex your skills. I believe you. I believe you. I'm a real DJ. I'm about to show you. Right, right. He up there cutting and scratching and da 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 da. And I was like, that's cool. <laughs> That is cool. We're your super friends. Like, that's all I cared about. Also, it's hot and we're tired. So it's like, end just of, let's just go to two. the show, man. Like, just bring them all in. So, Young Jock. Young Jock performed. Uh, we said the dudes that did Swag Surf again. I don't even remember their name. Monica names. came out. Monica, uh, Crime Mob, did the Nuck If You Buck Live, the Stiletto, Stiletto Pumps. In the club. Yes. Um, who else? I'm trying to. Um, you didn't bring out the the photos. Um, oh, Trey songs. Trey songs came out. Trey songs came out very quickly. He was there. He was like a ghost. He was there and then he was gone. Like he, so that, like he never also, touched the stage. There were some things going on in that last set. Like you could tell, like some people were missing their cues. You know. Yeah. So it, it got a little sloppy. Young Dro was in was in there. Did we did the we be yeah. in the city. Yeah. Uh, then OT. OT Genesis, OT Genesis came out, which was Atlanta, a fun but, surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said not Atlanta, and I was like, that's cool. I, w- I was here for it. I yeah, was here for the OT yeah, Genesis. Yeah. Um, if you're not familiar, get into the money. Uh, I'm in love, in love with, with the Coco. Coco. So. Yeah, push it, push it, push it, yeah. push it. Yeah. Uh, he has his. He announced, he had, He said, I, I haven't put out an album yet. And I was like, just put out a bunch of songs. So, so he says his album is coming out. Oh, but Lil John. Lil John was there. He, he did. Well, Lil John don't. He did a couple of songs. Lil John <laughs> like, Usher. It's, it's the way you said that. <laughs> he, uh, 
Yes, <laughs> that's the name like of that? the uh, the um swag surf people. F L Y. Um, Lil John came out. Let's see, and then Usher, Usher, Pharrell, Pharrell came out, and then Usher. Oh yeah. Yeah, Pharrell came out. I think he came out first, and then I Usher came out. That. Anyway, Usher. I mean, uh, Pharrell kind of. It felt like he really didn't want to be there. <laughs> Pharrell, he Pharrell didn't give the same. No, energy. no, he just. He, I mean, like I'm gonna show up. I told y'all I would be here, so I'm gonna come out here and do my song. Yeah, but that was about it. He had his dancers and stuff. He did. He did a thing. He showed up. Um, who else? I, I know we missed some people. Young Jock, Young Bloods. Uh, oh yeah, Young Bloods. Came young Bloods out, came out. Eighty-five. And, I'm uh, trying to think of. Because, again, Atlanta Reunion, right? It's the, Atlanta This homecoming. last set was going fast. I mean, I mean it, it was, was... a lot of people. Um, dude from Power was there. Rotimi. Oh. I didn't know any of Because we have music, not watched but... Power. Don't come at us. Okay. All right. That's a topic for another day. It's a lot of shows we haven't gotten to. Um, who else? Did we miss anybody? I'm sure. Uh, but... That was about it. Right. Those are the people we care about. We said Monica. We said um, Lil John, Pharrell, Usher. Yeah. So the the Waka, end. Waka. Ah. Waka. We're about Flocka, to. No. We were gonna leave them out. I just remember Waka Flocka Flame. Go hard in the paint. When you do, <laughs> you got. When you in Atlanta, you guys had a whole name. Waka you do. Flocka, Waka Flame. Flocka Flame. Yeah. That was good. Now that, that was good in hype. That's a definitely that'll get you hype. In Atlanta, you can always put on some Waka Flocka and it, it'll definitely get you there. Oh, we almost forgot the biggest one. Lil Nas X. Oh yeah. <laughs> you said the biggest one? Lil Nas <laughs> I mean, he definitely got the big current, <laughs> current biggest hit. It was Lil Nas, Lil Nas X. X came Lil out and Nas did that Old Town X Road for y'all. He did Old Town Road. That's the only one he had. But he came out and he did that Old Town Road. Yeah, he did. Um, I totally did forget about that. Lil there was Nas so X. much. There was so much. I just remember Lil Nas X. Was out so for a finale, I appreciated the, like, once it got going, I appreciated the things rolling. You oh. know, I appreciated seeing everybody come out. Um, as our friend who was with us, D Dizzle, mentioned, um, wish we had a little bit more Trey songs. Something went wrong with that. Yeah, something. You could tell something, something happened. Something happened with the music. And then he's just like, I finished up and I'm going to walk off. There was, <laughs> I mean, there was there was a couple issues with the music. And I can't tell if it was the DJ. You know, he's trying to do, still do his little tricks and stuff. Something it, happened. But it was but... messing up the music. You could tell they did not rehearse. There's no rehearsal on this one. Yeah. But... Still, overall, man, another successful one music fest. Right. If you have not been, there's a good chance we'll probably be there again next year. Yes. Join us, won't you? Please. Join us. Um, at this point with one music fest, they've kind of gotten to the point where I trust them to buy the tickets even early. Before they, the tickets oh, yeah. always go on sale before you see the full lineup. I bought my ticket. I did not. I, I bought week. my ticket blind, so to speak. I was like, I don't know. I, I, I was like, forget it. It's 10 years. They're going to go in. So I bought my ticket completely blind. It's the first time I've done that with any festival. Yeah. 
But I was like, you know what? I know we're going. Maybe one. Did we uh, do that with something in the water? No. We had seen the lineup first. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because when it came out, I was wondering why the tickets were so cheap. And I was like, we're going to have to hurry up and get these tickets because they're going to sell out. Yeah. 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 Definitely, man. But um, next year, if you in the Atlanta area, one music fest. I, I can't tell you about the others, Midtown, Music Midtown, whatever. Right. One music fest has never let us down. So join us next year at One Music Fest, where the webs will be there. Um, shout out to, I mean, I'm telling you, it's really like homecoming, a reunion. You start seeing people. I seen Griffin people. I seen Georgia Southern people. All the people. Shout out to Lip Bully. Shout out Courtney over there, Lip Bully. How random is that, man? Like we had, I hadn't seen Courtney in probably ten years since I left Georgia Southern, and you know, because I see she doing a thing with Lip Bully, we started giving her a shout out, bought some for the wife, and we ran into Courtney from Lip Bully at uh, one music fest. So, and that shout out to uh, Courtney and Lip Bully. I want to say. This wraps up our festival season. Yeah. yeah. For the web. Hey. Another one in the hey. books, homie. We did it. Festival again. season done, son. We have no more festivals on the radar, on the map, nothing like that. That doesn't mean we don't have trips planned. Don't get it the, confused. It'll still be where the web. We Just still have things to do. We still have places to go and things to do. But no more festivals. For us, for the the duration of the, that's it. Yeah, that's uh, it. unless something really that we just can't pass up pops up between now and the end of the year. Now, no more concerts and festivals for the rest of the year. We're gonna miss some of the the regular stuff here in Augusta. One thing we're going to miss is uh, Arts and Heart. Are we? We're gonna miss Arts and Heart. I think it's um, the weekend we're in Chattanooga. Damn. So we're gonna Damn. miss Arts and the Heart Festival. Um, because that's a lot of music and a lot of cool local Ooh, people. Also, I, I go to listen, <laughs> don't get it, man. Don't get it twisted. I don't know about the rest of y'all. <laughs> I go to Arson Heart for the food. Um, yes, that's nice. People performing, and then I go for the food. Yes, the food. Um, we'll be here for Westaboo, okay. I believe. I think, yeah. Or is it, unless it's that first weekend in October. I know this coming weekend is the uh, CSRA Food Truck Festival. Yes. I don't know if we're doing that or not. I have mom time Saturday. I might be there solo, eating all the food. (laughs) Meet me me at uh, CSRA Food Truck Festival. At the food trucks, it's going down. Meet me at the food trucks, it's going down. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure, let's go in. But right. um, anything else, be on the lookout though. We will. There are more trips. Just no concerts and festivals right now. But we got a couple cities on the list. Just to let you know, Chattanooga, we on the way. San Antonio, we on the way. Uh, and then uh, Miami again for a brief moment. Miami. <laughs> it's December. Yeah. What else? Oh, Ultras Rios. December is going down. Yes. Um, Cayman, December, going down. It's, you know, you know where the webs. You know us. We can't sit still very long. 
for real. I, I, I want to. I've got to. In my <laughs> I told mind, you this. I said my, this run was going to be a little rough on us. And I was like, you're going to appreciate this weekend when we have nothing going on. I, like, honestly, so, I was like, man, maybe we should uh, just take a, you want to take a break for a minute? We got, we got a weekend. That's we got a it. weekend. We got a weekend. And then, you know. When it get cold, we'll, we'll, we'll. We slow down with the weather. We'll slow down a little bit. <laughs> with the weather. We move accordingly. January, we'll slow down a little bit. Maybe. So. Changing over. All right, let's take a. Uh, we'll take a pause on the actual recording. We're gonna stay here on on Facebook Live, but let's pause the recording. We'll come back and record our um, mental health motivation, mental all health that good motivation, stuff. and roses. Oh, we we in it. Let's go. <laughs> You're gonna try to use a sound. I moved too fast. I was too fast, too quick on the draw. All right. Yes. Yes. There we are. Yay. Sound effects. Motivation. Um, work hard. Chase your dreams. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, it, it, it's time. No, um, I actually did. Like, I normally just, like try to think of a topic and think of what I'm saying, but I don't, I didn't think of one this week. So, Continue to work hard. Nothing comes easy. It's all going to require some work. Um, pray about it. Meditate on it. Visualize it. You know, the law of attraction, you got, it's a, it's one thing to like visualize. You know, people talk about like the secret or think and grow rich. What the real, you know, thing is, is you can visualize the end, but then you got to figure out how to reverse engineer that thing and figure out what are the steps to get to it, right? So it's not just sitting around thinking about what you want to do. You got to it's the you visualize the end and then the 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 steps you need to take uh will eventually come. So that's my motivation uh for this week. Um uh Oh, shout out to South Carolina State, you know, all the shout out to all the HBCUs. Um that's why, I, speaking of one music fest, it's, it's also like a one, HBCU reunion. Mm-hmm. So. What's up, Dad? <laughs> Shout outs. Is it time for me? Yes. Uh, so that's motivation, man. Just continue to work. Um, we're going to continue to to make things happen. Continue to go hard. Um, won't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. <laughs> Uh-uh. 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 <laughs> don't don't know how to stop, bro. Um, but just also, I'm sorry, I'm gonna give you your time. But just also, just know, man, we see it, we appreciate everybody, man, and there there are bigger things coming from the webs. Yes. More right. for you. Mental health moment. So my mental health moment today is shame. On shame. Shame on shame. Okay. Okay? Okay. So I've really been into my Brene Brown. You know, I'm listening to this Gifts of Imperfection. Let me tell y'all, audiobooks are the wave. All right? They are. They just are. They're convenient. I Especially mean, if some, you... I'm still a... I like to mark in my books. It helps when I'm I'm driving. And stuff like that. You know, I'm taking all these road trips and things. So I have a lot of time to sit in the car or be stuck in traffic. Anyway, 
the gifts of imperfection. Um, Brene Brown is a researcher and she says she's a shame researcher because she's talking about the things that get in the way of you living a honest and heartfelt life, like living authentically as it were, you know, what people like to say, living authentic. So when she talks about it, she talks about shame and she was like, shame grows in the dark and in secrecy because it spirals like it it feeds on itself you know and what we're really afraid of is judgment of other people and that's what keeps us feeling shamed and she makes this distinction between shame and guilt so guilt is i did something bad no 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 yes guilt is i did something bad shame is i am bad where you take it on yourself and it says something about you personally or that's the way you you perceive it so she said the best way to become shame resilient is to bring it to light and to be honest and find someone you can share your story with whatever it is you're ashamed about or embarrassed about so that means having a good support system having a go-to person or persons because she says I call on different people at different times for different things. Mm-hmm. I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> because I know some people in my life, if I call on you, I know you're going to give me the real and it's not going to be no no cushy, no lovey-dovey. Mm-hmm. You're just going to go straight in and come at me with the truth or with the hard facts. Now, I know some people... I can call on for the the cushion and the hugs and the you're not a fat person type deal, right? So you need to know who to say this thing to. But shame on shame. What I mean is I mean I kind of mean what I say. Yeah, no sugar coat. Some people don't sugarcoat. We know, <clears throat> we know. Um but getting rid of the concept of shame, absolving yourself of feeling shame. Yeah, you made some mistakes and you did some bad things in your past. Does that make you a bad person? No. You've grown from that. You learn from that. And we like to say, I'm embarrassed by that now. I'm not like that anymore. That's fine. That You don't know who your story can help or who it can benefit. And also releasing that story, what it can do for you. Like, no longer attaching shame and embarrassment to this thing, you know? I can't be embarrassed about it if I present my story. You can't shame me once I've built up this resiliency, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, once I've worked through the feelings attached to this thing, you can't hurt me with it. It's like, if if I make fun of myself first, then they take a lot of the, uh, the impact in this thing that you could use against me. Like, I acknowledge this. I'm honest about it. I did it. Now what? Now it's hard for you to try to, you know, use that against me because I, I just told you I did it. The story she used, she used a lot of stories, and I appreciate it. Um, this lady said that she was, an, she was an alcoholic, and she had been in recovery for 20 years. And she was talking to a neighbor about it, and she told her neighbor that. 
And the neighbor said, well, I don't think my kids can play at your house anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And she said, well, I don't know why. They've been playing over here for the last two years. Yeah. And she said, I haven't changed from the person I was 20 minutes ago when I told you this story to now. Why did you change? So you have to sit with the emotion. When someone tries to shame you, if you stand in what you know, then, you know, then you put it back on them to deal with their feelings about whatever it is or why they felt a need to come at you or attack you or question your character or whatever. It's like, I'm still that same person. So say all that to say, sorry, it's long winded, but I really, I really got into this idea of shame because it permeates so many of our day-to-day decisions and how we present ourselves in life. So shame on shame, getting rid of shame. All right. Yes. Almost done. Woo-woo. All right. Last thing, uh, you got some roses. You know, I have roses. You know how we like do it. We're going to give roses while people are still here. Shout out to, you know, this who we is, got this week. This is some very special roses because shout out to Trina. Okay. So we said at one music fest, um, Trina, we have been told ahead of time that Trina's mother passed right and if you're very close to your mother if you have a conflicted relationship i mean it's it's one of those relationships that's whether it's good bad or indifferent has a profound impact on a lot of people still your mom i know people don't like that now but but sometimes it's just because there's so many feelings or emotions attached good or bad but she must have been i don't know how close she was to her mother but it hurt her. And you could see their jumbo screens up there. It hurt her. She went out and performed anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's like athletes. When you see them get on the court or you see them get out on the football field and you know somebody passed away close to them and they're like, I'm going to get out here and play the game. Play through it. Right? And it was like that for her. She had her moment. She got choked up. and She was like, I'm still going to do my show. I'm still going to come out here to the people. We would have understood. Yeah, you definitely could have. We would have been fine. But she wanted to go through with the show, and she did. And she did a great job, and she went right through everything. And, you know, she still put on her show. So, shout out to her. I hope she is somewhere healing, taking care of herself, giving herself time to grieve. Um but it's a very special set of roses because she played through the loss and she didn't have to. It's not even because of that. I mean, it's also because human to human, I mean, you lost someone very important to you True. and that's deep. Um, and plus, I mean, it's Trina. It's Trina. She deep in the game. How long has she been in these streets? She's still out here entertaining y'all. She's still the baddest chick. She done told you still to this day. So shout out to Trina. Yes. Special shout out to Trina. Um, anything else before we go? Thank you to everybody who's watching us on Facebook Live. We appreciate it. Continue to come back. We'll be back next week. All oh, right. also, shout out to my sister for dog sitting. Hey! Thank you. Appreciate it. Somebody got to watch the special needs dog. She came. She came through. She dog sat, she house sat, she took care of us. Shout out to my sister. Roses, additional roses. Might have to call on you again in a couple weeks. (laughs) 
So we appreciate know. it. All right. Anything else? Love y'all too, man. Thank y'all for again. Just appreciate it. Um, until next time. Until episode eighty. How about y'all next week? <laughs>